People, I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message. It is July 27th, 2021, and I am ready to go today. I am caffeinated, I am focused. The news is so idiotic, so profoundly moronic that I feel I'm going to give you a top five show today. Normally, someone shouldn't say that at the beginning of a show. You want the audience to make the judgment call at the end. So I'm setting the bar very high, but I sense something good is coming. We got three stories for you, including videotape. Uh, the COVID situation is just completely getting bananas again, like just everything that they said a month ago, which was different than what they said two months ago, which is different from what they said three months ago. It all seems to be just ushering right back in. Now the CDC wants masks again. We're hearing that people that have the vaccine are getting COVID again. The White House is showing us statistics uh, where they don't give us any ages or actual amounts of people. They just tell us percent increases in death, except as I said to Ben Shapiro in our interview that just went up this morning, uh, if you have one person with COVID and then you have two, that's a 100% increase. So it sounds like a lot, but might not be that many. We'll get into that in just a sec. So just a ton of COVID stuff right up front. Uh, then you guys know and love Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Uh, she's a racist and you may remember that about two months ago, she announced that she wasn't gonna be interviewed by anyone other than black or brown journalists. Well, she's doubling down on it. She just did an interview with the New York Times, the New York Times, and uh, that's a real place of journalism right there. And yeah, she's doubling down. Black or brown journalists, that's it, in the name of tolerance. And then finally, uh, we are gonna show you, I, I think this is, like if you clip one thing that we do this week and you share it with people, I think this is gonna be it. Uh, there's a Twitter account called, I believe it's called the Libs of TikTok, is that right? Libs of TikTok, is that what they call them? Yeah, Libs of TikTok, at Libs of TikTok on the Twitter. Uh, and they did a spectacular, spectacular nine tweet thread with screenshots basically showing how when Trump was president, this is what we said about COVID, versus now that Biden is president, this is what we say about COVID, related to major news organizations, places like Vox, The Wall Street Journal, The Washington Post, Insider, CNBC, et cetera, et cetera. So we've got the receipts and I like to give credit where credit is due. So follow at Libs of TikTok on the Twitter. All right, before we get to any of that, I wanna to talk to you guys about Bambi. You know, when you're running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, the list goes on and on. And HR manager salaries aren't cheap at an average of 70,000 bucks a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, -E, was created specifically for your small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can transform HR from your biggest liability to your greatest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your your business and help you manage your employees day to day, all for just 99 bucks a month. Month to month, no hidden fees, cancel any time. If you're like me, then I bet you didn't start your business because you wanted to spend all of your time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash Rubin right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash Rubin, spelled BAM to the B-E-E dot com 
slash Ruben. And now back to me. All right, just COVID madness. Here is the murderous governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. And we have to get in those communities and we have to knock on those doors and we have to convince people and put them in a car and drive them and get that vaccine in their arms. That is the mission. Is he a complete psychopath? I mean, everything that he said there, it's very quick actually, I'll, I'll read it to you. We have to knock on those doors and we have to convince people, put them in cars and drive them and get that vaccine in their arm. That is the mission. Well, I guess cars are better than trains. You see what I did there? Um, Cuomo is completely out of control. Now, first off, as you know, Cuomo sent dozens, if not hundreds, of infected COVID patients back into elder care homes, back into old age homes. We know tons of people died because of that. If you want more info on that, you could check my interview with uh, Janice Dean, Fox News uh, meteorologist whose husband's parents both died because of what Cuomo did. Uh, by the way, it turns out that the Justice Department is now not going to look into these cases. There were cases of this in Michigan and New York and I think one or two other states. The Justice Department has just said, nope, we're not gonna do anything about that. So Cuomo is gonna run scot-free on this thing, which is absolutely crazy. But it's not just what he's saying there, put them in cars and drive them. It's the tone that he says it with, uh, that he's, he's this God. He thinks he is the king, that he is God. And that he, at the end there, he says, that is the mission. Now, I need somebody to explain something to me. I'm trying, guys. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not some generally anti-vax crazy person, okay? I'm a pretty middle of the road kind of guy. But you have got to explain to me why a year and a half later, after it was two weeks to flatten the curve, which no one talks about that. Did we flatten the curve? Does anyone know? Have we flattened the curve? What was the curve? Do we talk about the curve anymore? No more curves, right? Okay, a year and a half after that, we now know that about 99% of people survive COVID. I don't know how many times I have to say this or everyone else has to say this, about 99% of the people. And we know that the people that die are usually in their 80s, usually have other comorbidities, usually are overweight, okay? Often have other diseases, right? And that young people don't die. Young people get sick. You might be sick for a couple days. That's not to say no young people die. That's not to say you're not gonna hear the one-off awful story, uh, but something is very, very wrong here. None of us were told say a year ago, not even a year and a half ago, a year ago, hey guys, we're never gonna get back to normal unless everyone gets vaccinated by this thing. People get sick in life. There is a sickness going throughout society that is much more dangerous than COVID, which is the sickness that we can somehow wipe out risk. That is a mind virus. We cannot wipe out risk. Guess what? People get the flu every year and people die of the flu. People fall off roofs. People get eaten by alligators, people get electrocuted. All sorts of things happen to people, okay? Shark attacks, all right? Uh, you know, a piano falling off the roof of a building, crushing someone. These are things that happen. And yet we have these insanely authoritarian lunatics like Andrew Cuomo who has, seems to have no guilt, seems to have no remorse over what he did. And now he's talking about getting people in cars and getting needles in their arm, that is the mission, and he thinks he's the good guy. Well, he's not a good guy. And speaking of not good guys, here's California Governor,
Gavin Newsom. It's a choice to live with this virus. And with all due respect, you don't have a choice to go out and drink and drive and put everybody else's lives at risk. That's the equivalent of this moment with the deadliness and efficiency of the Delta virus. You're putting other people's, innocent people's lives at risk. You're putting other people, innocent people's lives at risk because of the deadliness of the Delta virus. Okay, now notice he doesn't really give you any numbers there, and I'm gonna get into some percentages and numbers in just a second. But this is more fear-mongering from a person who at the height of the pandemic, right, when thousands of people were dying, he ate indoors with lobbyists at one of the most expensive restaurants in all of the United States. Supposedly he spent about $15,000 on food and they spent, the rumor is about $20,000 on booze because it's up in Sonoma, you know, wine country area, and uh, the wine ain't cheap up there. Uh, this man has destroyed the economy of California. Uh, I can tell you that just where I live, it's, pretty, it's a pretty decent area. It's not Beverly Hills, but it's a pretty decent area. The main drag here, virtually everything is still closed. Things are still boarded up. There are office buildings that no one's ever going back to these offices. They've destroyed the economy. Every single business that is open actually says that they're hiring. But because of moronic policies from this guy and Joe Biden with old person syndrome, we keep the government, we keep giving money to people to not work. So things like Uber, for example, I wonder if this is happening to you in your town. Uber in Los Angeles, which used to take two minutes, no matter where you were, you get Uber in two minutes, now takes 17 minutes, takes 21 minutes, because people don't want to work. His ridiculous comparison to people drunk driving, I'm not even gonna address that, but tell me that Gavin Newsom, with his slick suit and his slicked back hair and that gravelly voice, tell me he's not evil. He's just evil. I don't know what else to tell you. The guy is just evil. American psycho evil. Google Christian Bale, American psycho. Put it side by side by Gavin Newsom and you tell me what's going on here. Uh, we've got some more info though. Uh, here's from CNBC because this just broke this morning. The CDC is going to reverse indoor mask policy saying fully vaccinated people should wear them indoors and in COVID hotspots. So I just want to extrapolate once again. When everyone was told a few months ago, if you get vaccinated, then we're gonna open up, you're not gonna wear masks, you're allowed to be indoors, outdoors, you can do whatever you want, you can be in large groups of people. But then we all forget, I mean, partly what I think is happening in America right now, and I suspect in the, in the wider world as well, is that we're all just forgetting things. They tell us something one week ago, and then they just tell us something else, and then we just kind of forget what they said, and we just keep, we keep doing this slow descent to hell with these people. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're on their way to a authoritarian hell and they're grabbing us and pulling us down into that abyss with them. Uh, so you're telling me that all of these vaccinated people, suddenly they have to wear them indoors because of COVID hotspots and whatever else, whatever else they're saying. Again, I am not sitting here telling you that I have every answer related to vaccines or exactly what we should do related to COVID. But the CDC at this point should say, hey, We'd like you to get the vaccine, but also let's show you what the actual numbers are. And let's show you how many less deaths there are now than there were at the height of this thing. That curve, even though nobody talks about the curve, down, okay, it curved down. Okay, partly because of herd immunity, partly because most people 
get a little sick, you get a cough, you get a cold, uh, you get a sore throat and then you're okay. And all the other reasons that I mentioned up front, if you're not overweight and you're not, uh, you don't have other diseases and everything else. Um, but what they're doing is they're fiddling with numbers. So I just saw this right before we started, I tweeted about it. I saw a tweet by a girl named Caitlin Collins. She is the chief White House correspondent for CNN, and CNN is a fake news organization that's on your local cable channel. I don't have a cable box anymore. Uh, and this is what she tweeted, and then I'm, we're gonna, sh and I want you to look at the image as well. I'll, I'll unpack that in a sec. Here's what she tweeted. Sign up in the White House briefing room ahead of new CDC guidance on masks. And then she goes all caps, people, so you know it's important. Virtually all hospitalizations and deaths are among unvaccinated people. Now, first off, this woman, purports to be a journalist. She's the chief White House correspondent of uh, at, over at CNN over there. Now, does that strike you, this capitalization thing? Is she trying to calmly give you information or is she trying to make you crazy with all caps? Now, interestingly, put the image up, please. Okay, now in this image that you can see here, what they're giving you is, so it says virtually all hospitalizations, they spelled hospitalizations wrong, and deaths are among among unvaccinated people. And then they show you a couple things from Florida, Ohio, North Carolina, and Colorado, and you're not gonna believe this, and this is why everyone is so stupid these days. They're showing you here percentages. So in Florida, 95% of those hospitalized were not vaccinated. Okay, 95% of them, but how many people? Was it four people? Was it 1,000 people? Was it 20,000 people? And the same thing in all of these. 99% in Ohio, COVID-19 deaths. Okay, how old? are they? Are they all 90 year olds? Are they 90 year olds that also have cancer? I mean, give us some information. But what this Caitlin Collins does, and I'm not trying to make it about her, but she's supposed to be a journalist. So the White House puts something up there. They spell hospitalizations wrong. You amplify it. You put all caps, meaning, oh my God, all the sky is falling once again. Chicken little, where's turkey lurkey? Everyone's freaking out. And then they did it. I mean, I can read it again. With North Carolina, it's the same thing. Colorado, 96% of their COVID-19 hospitalizations. Okay, how old is everyone? Are they sick otherwise? Were they hit by cars on the way in and happened to have COVID? Like, nobody is, I, I'm not a data scientist, but nobody is analyzing anything remotely, honestly, and they are trying to make us crazy. And by the way, guys, they are never, ever going to stop. You know, I always say, and I was saying it, go back and watch my videos three weeks into COVID. Guys, the old world's not coming back. These people are enjoying, they really are. I'm not making about this Caitlin girl, but these people are enjoying this endless control, this endless game. It's giving them purpose, right? Like it's giving them something to live for because they've decided to live for nothing else other than government control and fear and, and paranoia and anxiety. I refuse to live that way. And I think you refuse to live that way. It's partly why I do my August off the grid, which can't come soon enough this year. Uh, and we've gotta just keep fighting this. Like, I, you know, I said it the other day, I don't like giving energy to this sort of thing, but maybe these people have to live in their hyper vaccinated every three month booster shot, not seeing other people masked up bubbles and the rest of us will build just a parallel society. And you know what's gonna happen in that parallel society? People are gonna smile. People are gonna go to work. People are gonna be happy. They're gonna teach their children true things and life will go on. Uh, all right, story number two, Lori Lightfoot. This woman is just 
absolutely awful. There's no other way to describe it. She has continued the destruction of Chicago. Can we find out how many people were shot in Chicago this weekend? We like to do that because uh, tons of people are shot in Chicago every weekend, dozens and dozens, sometimes upwards of 100 people, usually about 10 or so deaths. We'll get the numbers in just a second. Oh, you got the numbers for me? Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Damn, we don't have the, uh, the music for uh, the deaths in Chicago yet. We're working on that. Play a little sort of game show music when I talk about deaths in Chicago. Um, 104 people were shot in Chicago this past weekend, 19 dead. Uh, I don't see any protests anywhere. I don't see anyone demanding Lori Lightfoot uh, step down. I don't see anyone screaming out racist police. So what, let me think for a second, what could be going on here? Could it be a people, that people of a certain color or people are shooting a people of a certain color and that doesn't fit the narrative so we don't talk about that sort of thing? think that might be it. Uh, all right, so we've got audio from uh, the New York Times podcast of Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot doubling down on her insanely racist decision to only be interviewed by people of color. Take a listen. Back in May, Mayor Lightfoot announced that on the occasion of the two-year anniversary of her inauguration, she would grant one-on-one -on -one interviews exclusively to journalists of color. She faced a lot of heat for it. How do you feel about the the reaction to that? Um, you're being sued. Some people, including prominent journalists of color, called it a stunt. Why did you tell me why you did that? Why are you talking to me? Like I'm a white lady. So here's the the bottom line for me. To state the obvious, I'm a black woman mayor. I'm the mayor of the third largest city in the country. Obviously, have a platform. It's important to me to advocate on things that I believe are are important. And going back to why I ran to disrupt the status quo. The media is critically important to our democracy. You know this better than I do. The media is in a time of incredible upheaval and disruption. But our City Hall press corps looks like it's 1950 or 1970. When I look across the podium, whether I'm in a formal press conference or I'm out in a neighborhood, the reporters who show up are invariably overwhelmingly white. Intentionality around diversity and inclusion is crucial. People that make the hiring decisions have to be focused on diversity. Modern racism, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by the tolerant and diverse Democratic Party. I wanna be very clear about this. Nobody except these people, nobody except the woke progressives cares that she's black. Nobody cares. She became mayor, nobody cares. Nobody cares that she's a woman. She became mayor, nobody cares. Nobody cares that she's a lesbo. She became mayor, nobody cares. She's a black female lesbian mayor. Nobody gives a flying fuck except her and her cohorts to use her identity as a wedge issue to make the rest of us feel racist while she's the one who acts racist. That's what these people are and they should be Ignored, that's what they have to be. They have to be ignored. I don't even know why she was sitting down with a white woman. Apparently this interviewer was a white woman, so I guess she doesn't even believe the drivel that she's putting out there, or she can put it aside if it's a podcast as big as the New York Times. I don't know that they have a big podcast. I don't know anyone that listens to the New York Times or pays attention to the New York Times at this point, but I suppose uh, they do, or at least they fake numbers like they fake numbers on their New York Times bestseller list. Um, but I guess she put it aside. I will sit with you, evil white devil. 
to get my message out about how you people are the evil white devils. Ridiculous. All right, well, all of this, I think, today has led us to uh, what I mostly talk about here, which is that the media, the corporate press, lies to you about everything. They lie about absolutely everything, no matter what hoax they're coming up with. They love their narrative, you guys know it all. Kavanaugh's a serial rapist, the Covington kids are racist, Jesse Smollett was lynched, uh, Trump is working for Russia, all the things that we weren't allowed to say, or that we had to say were true under Trump, now we're not allowed to talk about, just like the endless cascade of ridiculousness. Well, there's this Twitter feed called uh, Libs of TikTok, and they just did a great job here. So what we're gonna show you is a nine tweet thread. The image that you're gonna see on your left is what they were saying under Trump, and the image that you're gonna see on the right is, the, is what they're now saying under Biden. And these are all mainstream news organizations. I'm gonna read each headline, and you tell me if perhaps some of these places of journalism changed their opinion because it was their guy in the White House and now scary orange man was gone. So we'll start with Vox. This is June 2020 on the left. The effect of Black Lives Matter protests on coronavirus cases explained. Coronavirus cases are increasing, but Black Lives Matter protests may not be to blame. Here's why. Huh, okay. Now let's, let's go to January 21. Now Biden's in office. The attack on the Capitol may have also been a super spreader event. Lawmakers may have been exposed to the coronavirus during Wednesday's riot. Okay, so when Trump's in office and it's Black Lives Matter protests, no, 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 no one's getting COVID. Biden's in office, now COVID super spreader. <laughs> Wall Street Journal, June 2020. Early data show no uptick in COVID-19 transmission from protests. Public health experts say preliminary test results are encouraging outdoor locations and masks may have helped. Well, that's wonderful. Now let's go to January 2021, Wall Street Journal. At least three lawmakers test positive after uh, for COVID-19 after capital attack. Democratic House members sheltered in room where Republicans refused to wear masks. So again, Black Lives Matter protest, we're all good. No more Black Lives Matter protests, protesting over something else, we got a problem. Let's go to Forbes, July 2020. Research determines protests did not cause spike in coronavirus cases. Here's Forbes in January 21. Lawmakers sheltering during Capitol riot may have been exposed to coronavirus. Guys, are you getting what's going on here yet? Are you, are you picking up what I'm dropping? Okay, this is some fine work, Libs at TikTok. Very proud of you. Uh, here's CNN, which is a fiction news network. Uh, June 2020, Black Lives Matter protests have not led to a spike in coronavirus cases, research says. January 2021, CNN. 38 Capitol Police officers test positive for COVID-19 after Capitol riot. My God, COVID knows your political leanings and infects you accordingly. It's incredible. USA Today, June 20th, uh, June 2020. Coronavirus surges aren't linked to Black Lives Matter protests. January 2021, USA Today. Wednesday's storming of the US Capitol will likely 
be a surge event for the coronavirus, said Dr. Robert Redfield, director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. He told McClatchy in an interview that he's worried because thousands of people did not wear masks and have since left Washington for various parts of the country. Uh, well, Robert Redfield, if you're watching this, I would love to know, did you say the same thing when it was Black Lives Matter protests? Or didn't you? Because people getting together in big groups, regardless of their political affiliation, you'd think the virus would spread the same way. I'm not a scientist or a mathematician, just a guy, you know? Uh, New York Times, July 2020. Did Floyd protests lead to a virus surge? Here's what we know. Epidemiologists have braced for a surge of coronavirus cases, but it has not come yet. How convenient. January 2021, New York Times. Did mixing a riot with a pandemic yield a super spreader event? Members of a mob, many unmasked, roamed the halls of, a ca of the Capitol. Unmasked Republicans jammed into secure rooms. The outcome is worrisome to many members of Congress. <sighs> Insider, I believe this used to be Business Insider, January 2020. Don't blame Black Lives Matter protests for spike in coronavirus cases across the U.S. January 2021, Business Insider. The Capitol insurrection seems to have caused a super spreader event among lawmakers. Some Republicans refuse to mask up. My head is going to explode. The Washington Post, June 2020. Protests probably didn't lead to coronavirus spikes, but it's hard to know for sure. January 2021. Storming of the Capitol was textbook potential coronavirus super spreader, experts say. And finally, no, sorry, not finally. We got three more. <laughs> CNBC, June 2020. House GOP leader suggests without evidence that protests are driving up coronavirus cases. January 2021, COVID killing nearly 3,000 in U.S. every day as CDC warns of surge event from Capitol riots. My God. ABC News, they wanted to get in on it. Minnesota, uh, Jan June, sorry, June 2020, Minnesota sees no rise in COVID cases tied to protests. Health official, spectacular. Uh, ABC, January 2021, Capitol Hill riot could prove to be COVID-19 super spreader event, experts say. And finally, the last one, just in case you're slow and you don't get what's going on here, the final one, the Associated Press, which by the way, shares offices with Hamas in Gaza. Uh, little evidence that protests spread coronavirus in the US, of course that was July, 2020. And in January, 2021, possible virus exposure for lawmakers sheltering during a riot. We are in an information war. And it is your job if you're gonna be a functional, remotely sane human being in this war, if you're gonna survive and you're gonna thrive in this crazy time that we live in, it is your job, unfortunately, to see through the bullshit. It is your job to do a little extra work, to know when a headline is lying to you and experts say this this time and experts say that last time. And suddenly we don't cover this story because it doesn't fit the narrative. And when a story fits the narrative so much, we push the hell out of it only to find out a month later it's not even true. It's your job. We're, we're all in this war. Like, th like this is it. Th this, what I just did right there, and I think what actually the whole show was about today, 
This is what it's all about. We are in a complete reality war as a certain set of people are trying to take away our rights, scare the hell out of us, make us afraid of each other, keep us masked, keep us indoors, make sure we're getting booster shots every three weeks and, and God knows what else is coming. And if you have stayed remotely sane in the last year and a half, bravo, bravo. Because we got to keep going, people. We got to keep going. Uh, speaking of people that did stay sane in the last year and a half, uh, part one of my interview with the fastest talking Jew on all of the internet, Ben Shapiro, is up right now. The full episode is up at uh, rubenreport.locals.com. Ben's new book, which came out this week, I think it's coming out, I think it's today, right, if I'm not mistaken, comes out today. So we drop in Shapiro the day it comes out. It's called The Authoritarian Moment. And it's a really interesting read, and it, in many ways it feels Ben and I did not plan this, but you know, my book came out last uh, April, April 2020, of course, don't burn this book. Ben's book actually feels a little bit, almost like a follow-up to it, and my new book, which we're gonna announce the title in the pre-sale on Friday, actually feels like the next step in that. So there's a little bit of a trilogy feeling there, uh, but you can check out The Authoritarian Moment wherever books are sold. Um, my big off-the-grid Friday direct message, uh, we're gonna do probably like a two-hour show, uh, we will be selling pre-sales of the book, signed copies, numbered copies, signed and numbered copies for those of you that are members at rubenreport.locals.com, signed copies for everybody else that buys it on day one. We're really gonna try to crush it and, and knock it out of the park. I can't wait to share the cover with you guys and the title and the whole thing. Uh, and then we have uh, at least one big announcement related to locals, and then I disappear for a month. I come back on September 1st with Adam Carolla, who will get me up to speed. And of all years, you know, it's always weird. There's always stuff that goes on, things happen. You know, the big news last year was WAP became the number one song in America. What's her name, who was it? Who was the girl that did it? Cardi B, and she's got this wet dripping thing and a bucket and the whole thing. That was like the big story that I missed last year. But this year it feels like, oh, she's got a mop and a bucket, it's, all, it's the whole thing. Uh, but this year it feels like literally anything could happen. Like Biden's eyeball could just explode in the middle of one, a speech, you know, and Kamala could be president, you know, China could just completely take over. Like what, what could I possibly come back to on September 1st that would shock me? Like there's almost nothing at this point because everything is so bad at is like we're gonna half the population's wrapping their head in saran wrap like possible anything's possible anything's possible listen guys i don't think i overpromised at the beginning of the show i feel this one was solid focused we gave you what you came for you didn't even have to pay a dime what a world what a world all right if you want to play along with me throughout the day rubenreport.locals.com and i'll see you tomorrow Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubenreport.locals.com.